Local talk. It's Tesh Matters on the voice of the Tesh. Kane Radio, New Iberia's only daily live call-in talk show. Thirty-two, almost thirty-three minutes after ten o'clock, our mellow joy coffee time. My pleasure to welcome back into the studio Christy Blanchard, Registrar of Voters here in Iberia Parish. How are we doing, ma'am? I'm great. You know, I uh, appreciate you coming by today. I remember looking in the paper a week or two ago and, and seeing this insanely long list of registered voters who may have fallen off the rolls, and I was wondering if I was reading this right. And I appreciate you calling to uh, talk a little bit about that, uh, first and foremost, I guess. Yes. So what that was is uh, all the inactive voters that have become inactive due to a piece of mail that we received back uh, from the address that they're registered from. So so I, I received one. I noticed my polling places changed. Did everybody get one of those or just changes? Okay, so that's probably two different things. Okay. Um, so with reapportionment happening, and uh, since you know starting last year with the reapportionment uh, process, um, ID several people have got ID cards, se- several ID cards. So um, you know reapportionment process takes three to four years to com- be completed. So um, with the state calling the election last year, people were given ID cards based on the. Um, precinct changes then and then again now in june we mailed out more um id cards because reapportionment is in that process of changing all the precinct lines so no not everyone got a new id card or that letter um so those those people who have gotten the new card it does you're correct it does say their new polling place or it could possibly be the same place um they could get rid of their old cards and keep that one um Next year, we'll have the parish council part will be, that part of reapportionment will be done then. So, generating cards again. Mm-hmm. But, um, so what happens with that, though, it kind of, that's the process for the inactive. So, we mailed out all these ID cards and people aren't at the addresses they're registered from. So, we get the mail returned to our office. So, the staff and myself, we take these cards and we have to make the person, we investigate. We see why it came back. Was it our error? Was it, you know, what is it? So we can fix it if it is our error. And if not, then we have to make that person inactive. So, and again, when we do that, it generates another piece of mail to that person. Um, sometimes we get a sticker saying they are at this place or that place. So we try and contact the person to let us know, hey, where you at? Do you need to update for Iberia Parish? Or are you out of state, out of town? register in another place so our staff does what they need to do for that uh, particular voter to get their registration up to date if it's in Iberia Parish or another one but if they don't respond we have to make them inactive so the day they choose to come vote if it's either early voting or they go to the polling place their precinct to vote um, it'll show the uh, commissioners that are working that they are inactive and that requires them to fill out an address confirmation sheet and there's three things. You either add that address or you move somewhere else in the parish or you've been going from that address longer than three months. And when you're going, number three is not good because then you're not allowed to vote. Mm. So um, part of our voter education to the public is we want people to have their addresses current 
Um, granted, some people stay where they are for years, and then some people are constantly on the move, and they don't they, they forget to come update that yeah. with us because you know driver's license. If you go, most people do it online now, so they're not in public saying, "Hey, you need or you need to register to vote." Do you need to? Update? It doesn't remind them to do that. So um, you do you do have people becoming inactive because of that. So their name shows up in the paper, and if they don't vote in if they don't update their address and two federal elections have passed, they get purged off the rolls and they get canceled from the, the record. So all of these people will be removed from the, vo- the rolls after December's federal election. Mm-hmm. Usually toward the end of December, January, they will all be canceled off the, and then of course they can re-register and, yeah. and vote again. But um, in or so I'm here today, you know, for the, the parents that are home that may have received their child's mail because they no longer there. Or they, hey, they got that ID card from reapportionment and their child hadn't lived there for 20 years and they're somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. They need to um, return it to us or call us and maybe give us the child's address. We can mail them a cancellation. Um, so in, no guarantee that if someone were to move to Vermilion Parish, from Iberia, Vermilion, and they register to vote in Vermilion so they can vote there. Uh, Vermilion doesn't let you know necessarily. Well, yes. Yes, they do. Okay. What happens on uh, the statewide um, system, we have for voter registration. Um, when I put an application in and it matches with someone's information that's been put in from another parish, there's a cross-reference. If it matches you able to matches to a T we have to check certain things if it matches and it is the same individual we we transfer their voting history to that parish Mm -hmm. so yes we do get notified from other parishes when they put in registrations so that that's nice because then the I, I remember my freshman year in college I had moved to another county and registered to vote in fact I signed up to be an election commissioner my mom calls me on election day says Jeff, you know, you're still registered in Cook County. Why don't you come home and vote? I'm like, Mom, I'm registered in DeKalb County mm-hmm. now. I can't vote twice. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, um, the state of Louisiana used to have um, out-of-state comparison r- reports we were able to run certain times of the year. Well, last year we stopped. The state stopped that. And we were doing it cross-checking with like nine or several states and i i liked it because then that person got a letter in the iberia parish address and they got a a letter sent to their outer state address and they could tell us hey i am here or they might have moved again but i like that process and i'm not really sure why the state stopped (laughs) um but I, i i liked it and i thought it helped to clean up our records so yeah um I think it. I think it needs to be implemented again. Yeah, I'm not sure what day it was in the paper, or maybe it was multiple days. Uh, but apart from that list, uh, where can they find? Go and look to see if their name is on there. So um, the list is published on the Secretary of State website. Okay. You know they can log on to Louisiana Secretary of State. They could go to the GoVote.com, which is G E A U X Vote.com. And they can find that list, and they would go to the tab election and voting. And granted, there's tons of different ways, places to go, but the list is listed. Um, it may be even right at the top 
inactive voter lists, and then they would probably have to choose Iberia Parish, sure. but you, they could see their name. And the list is um, broken down by cities. So, you know, it starts with Avery Island, then Broussard, and then it goes down, Delcom, so on, so that you look A to Z by last name. Um, for, yeah. for a person maybe you know or your child that was registered with you at your home address, and basically they just call our office. And we can mail them something, or they can come into the office to update. Um, they could email us. You know, however, we need to clean up the list and get them re-registered. So yeah. our um, our voter registration, it's been um, anywhere. You know, when I started working in the office, it was at forty nine thousand voters, and now it's dwindled down. It's almost at forty six thousand. So people are moving out the parish or they just don't care to vote anymore or they get canceled off like this process and they never they never um, come back and register. But I, I do believe a lot of these people who are on here have moved. Mm-hmm. They've um, moved on to out of state maybe because of jobs or college or deaths? get married and stuff. So deaths, we do. Um, we work deaths every day. But we do we do miss some due to the fact because the individual dies out of state. Mm. Again, you know, other states aren't required to notify um, the registrar's office. But through Department of Health, I think they they may do some kind of crush with them. And then once a month, we get a report from Department of Health Health and Hospitals. And we're required to uh, work that report to take and remove uh, anyone we have missed. Gotcha. You know, so, and then, of course, by then, we, we start running and looking for the obits. And that way, we can have that with their record, you know, to prove that they that is that person. So, yeah, but we work it on a daily basis. And then once a month, we get a follow-up from Department of um, Health and Hospitals. Okay. We know there's some uh, dates uh, you wanted to mention as far as voter registration and making sure you are up to speed with the um, registrar's office. Yep. So um, for those who don't know, in the fall, we have two elections um, scheduled, November 8th and December 10th. So uh, it's federal, so the November 8th will be on a Tuesday, and any runoffs would be December 10th. So for that November 8th election... um, People who want to update their record or who need to just register, the books close 30 days before an election. So the uh, close of books is um, that October, um, October 8th. Well, they, oh, October 18th, you can register. People are register online, so it gives you a little bit um, headway. So the in-person in mail is October 11th. And the people who register and like to use the online process is October 18th. Um, You know, we have the process where people can request ballots to be mailed to them at home if they qualify for it. Um, There's a deadline for that application to be in our office so that we can mail you something to give you enough time to get it to you to vote it and mail it back. So those dates, and then, of course, early voting. Everyone likes to early vote now, which is in the office at the parish courthouse in the Register of Voters office. Um, That'll be Tuesday to Tuesday, which is October 25th through November 1st. They can come vote, and if they miss those dates, again, you would go to your polling place. um, And last year we had reduced them to 37, but they're back up. We have 74 now, precincts. So. All, all the old precincts are open, and we have some new ones that have opened. Uh, and they would go November um, 8th, and the polls open at 6 because it's a, a federal election. 
And again, then the, the runoff would be in December, depending on who, who would possibly be in runoffs, you know, from the federal uh, U.S. Senate, U.S. Rep on down. Yeah, with um, so many uh, candidates for Senate, and uh, I, I know Clay Higgins has court, a bunch of yes. challengers, too. And so uh, is it possible there wouldn't be anything on our ballot December 10th if there were no need for runoffs, uh, any amendments, uh, um, like I'm not sure. Uh, I know we have eight constitutional amendments on the November one, yeah. and we have a city prop and a parish prop that'll be on this first ballot. Um, not sure about December, okay. but but it's still likely to yes have a runoff right. on, in one of those races. Yeah. And we have a few school board races, so oh, that's um, right. about half District of them? Ten has three people running, so there's a possible runoff yeah. there. So the, everyone else is just one in one, you know, one against two people, and then. Um, the federal level there's tons of people on the ballot so and then we have appeals court um public service commission and then um all the school board people and then these constitutional amendments there you go it's going to be a busy ballot november uh, yes and you know i always try and encourage folks to go and you mentioned govote.com or the govote app um easy to install and see exactly what's on your ballot Um, because um, one parish uh, i should say one parish district uh, will have a different ballot than another one correct yeah we would just um we had one staff member uh, earlier this morning unpacking our ballots we received them so we have 14 different ballot styles that we have to mail to individuals who are in the program which that has grown since covid that has grown we are we're over 2,000 ballots that we have to mail every election um when especially when it's parish wide everybody gets a ballot that's in that program so um yeah so we have 14 different ballot styles you know that we have to make sure that person gets the right ballot yeah yeah Uh, obviously 2020 was a challenge because of covid uh any change i know there have been some changes since then to this year but Anything significant that you think people need to know about? Um, the only thing, um, the protocol and stuff as far as masks and all, all that pretty much has lifted. But, of course, you know, you're welcome to come into the office with your masks. And we're going to still have all that provided for individuals, the sanitizer and all that, just because it just makes it for a cleaner place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nursing homes, the people we voted, the nursing homes were changed to mail ballots and um this this election we have converted back we will be going back to the nursing homes to assist the um, people that's in the program there so that they eligible to vote because we're allowed to go back into the homes gotcha. the nursing homes so that has changed but everything else is into place um we had a farm emergency for covid if you had covid and weren't able to go i don't recall that that form will be available for this election if it's still in place um but they if they could always call my office and um you know if they question we can definitely find out to see you know if they're able to request a ballot uh to be mailed to them due to covid yeah good idea another reason perhaps to vote early just in case you find yourself with covid on election day correct yes anything else going on in your office um, no, we, we're preparing for the fall elections and, uh, you know, we're still dealing with a little bit reapportionment. Um, we'll have tons of maps to, uh, recolor and move our lines and stuff like that. Um, voter education will be coming up and with schools starting, you know, we want to get into those schools and, uh, we want to get the 17 year olds and up registered to vote. So, 
yeah, definitely. We want to do that. Very good. Very good. Uh, shifting gears a little bit, you're also very active with the Tesh Growers Association and the mm-hmm. Sugarcane Festival. Glad to see that coming back, I guess. Yes. Yep. Everything's cr- <laughs> everything's starting to fall back into place. Um, we have a kickoff um, event Friday night at um, the Harvest Room, which is uh, right off of Main Street here, which is uh, honoring all the honorees for the Sugarcane Festival. Mr. Iberia, the Grand Marshal, and um, all of those will be honored Friday night um, to represent the festival at the end of September. Yeah, but everything's fallen into place. It's a full-blown sugarcane festival with Fado Do's Friday and Saturday. All our parades will be rolling um, just like it, it had been. The fair will be downtown in Bonely Plaza. Small fair, you know, but we'll have it there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're back. Good. We're Good back. to hear. Uh, about Friday's event, tickets still available? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tickets are available. How, how um, do they go about getting them? They can um, call the festival number that's on the uh, website. Uh, they can contact any board member to get tickets, um, you know, to go Friday night. Yep. It's going to We have a band playing, and uh, it's a little social. Yep. Tell, tell us about that facility, uh, I believe, Tesh Growers Association Yeah, Tesh Growers. So, yep. So, we have the building, and uh, we rent it. We rent the hall out. And uh, we, we named it. We finally have a room. Uh, it's called the Harvest Room. So we rent that out. Uh, receptions, small parties, baby showers, meetings, school events, you know, uh, banquets, that kind of stuff. So we're renting it. And um, our, as far as the, uh, our goal on having the museum done, um, we're still a long ways off in the planning stages. And, of course, we need to, um, our fun, fundraising events are still going on because, you know, it, it takes money to, fix all the you know the repair we have roof leaks and stuff mm-hmm. like that and keep it going uh, on a monthly basis so but we, we're gonna get there very you good know? so looking yep. forward to it anything else uh, you want to add before mm-hmm. we let you go that, that's it all right thanks for uh, having me no always a pleasure um, we'll look forward to the festival you know we've got another festival in uh, the parish coming up this week and i believe tammy gordon with the port of delcom gonna join us to talk about it but christy always a pleasure all right thanks jeff